Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are discussing news and feedback. You're used to this. All that and more is that we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And in our producer chair today, we have the lovely Ashley Coffin. How you doing, Ash? I'm fantastic, guys. I missed everybody. We missed you. Where have you been? House hunting. And, <laughs> and lots of work to make sure I have other, you know, I've been doing a lot of hair as much as I can, just trying to save up because mm-hmm. we were trying to buy a house and then someone accepted an offer. So it, it's not, ha- you know, it's not a done deal yet, but someone accepted our offer over this week. So things are going to get crazier. So cool. <laughs> yeah, even better. Yeah. Congratulations. That's a big Thank thing. You. It's not a done deal, but it's kind right. of a done but deal. It's kind it of a done like. deal. Yeah. It just happened today. So. Cool. And they they drug it out. Like we saw the house on Wednesday and put in the offer. And then they're like, we're not going to decide until Friday. And then they're like, we're not going to decide till Saturday. And then they're like, we're not going to decide till Monday at 9 p.m. And then they chose Sunday at like 7. I was like, why what? are you messing with me? <laughs> yeah, that my realtor was like, hey, guess what? <laughs> After three hours before she said they were making their decision the next day, we got a big snowstorm here. So I'm hoping that that like knocked out a lot of appointments. So mm-hmm. I don't know what happened, but nice. I'm about to have a nice studio. I can't wait. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw those <gasps> pictures. I I want you to leave the uh, the paintings of the orcas and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that put room. Namor in there. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Like just <laughs> it was a, the giant hammerhead shark going across the roof. That he's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> oh my great. god! Yes. <laughs> Put Namor in there and done. Like there we go. Mm-hmm. In her in her new studio, there's a mural all over the walls <laughs> uh, under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> under the sea. Under the sea. But I'm back. So let's marvel. Let's marvel. Let's talk about this stuff. So we got some news. First up, we've got news that they released the official synopsis for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Jeff, you want to give that a read? Of course I do. You know how much I love reading things. I love it when you read things. All right, I'll do it in a dramatic Bane voice. No, wait. We've gotten much better (laughs) at reading things, though. I just have to throw that out there. Those months where Jeff was out, we really worked on it. (laughs) (laughs) Just take it slow. Mm -hmm. By necessity. Don't let my brain work faster than my mouth. I mean, that's... That's what she says. <laughs> I was going to stop. Anyway, so that synopsis reads, In Marvel Studios' Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, the MCU unlocks the multiverse and pushes its boundaries further than ever before. Journey into the unknown with Doctor Strange, who, with the help of mystical allies, both old and new, traverses the mind-bending and dangerous alternate (laughs) realities of the multiverse to confront a mysterious new adversary. (laughs) He just needed some drama. Yeah. Yeah. Matt's going to add dramatic music in post, I know. Yeah, totally. All you guys just heard that. There's beautiful dramatic music behind Jeff just then. (laughs) What do you guys think? What do you, anything stand out? I feel like it's pretty... Uh, I don't know that we learned anything particularly new, but any of the language stand out to you guys? No. I mean, it's about as generic as you can get talking about what we already know is going to be in the multiverse of madness. (laughs) I feel like my description of that to my friend who doesn't know anything about Marvel, like of the movie, it would be so much more 
<laughs> than that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like I don't see Raimi, like the the name Raimi anywhere. Anywhere. And you know it would be just peppered in there for for actually talking about it. I guess mind bending is that what it says? Yeah, traverses the mind bending and dangerous alternate realities. So it's gonna get weird. That's <laughs> we knew that though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. I mean, Doctor Strange one got weird with all the hands on hands on hands. That like, is true. Hands coming out of fingers and uh, uh. yeah, and don't feel good about it. <laughs> don't feel good about it at all. Nope. So, uh, the help of mystical allies, both old and new, that, I mean, obviously we're going to get Wong back, but there's going to be new mystical allies? Right. Wong and Mordo are both, uh, you know, uh, in the movie, it seems. I'm thinking old, though, I like, it's, they've got to be mystical. I feel like the, maybe the ancient one will return in some form. Oh, like from a different part of the multiverse? Sure. Yeah. We've already met one from a different part of the multiverse sort of maybe <laughs> kind of in what if yeah or, yeah well i'm talking about uh in end game oh but. yeah since um it's like i feel like they did that with the spider-man movie being like we don't know who's gonna show up it might be a lot of people and i'm i'm getting tired of them just doing this saying it over and over like this movie's gonna have more and this movie's gonna have more like at what point is more too much or Yes, keep giving me all of the characters as long as it's a good story. <laughs> right. Can, can we get like another Ant Man one, like a just a heist movie? Like, <laughs> right. Something small. Well, we've talked about that a lot, and I think it's interesting how they're handling it. Like anything can feel small after Endgame, you know? Oh um, yeah. But what's cool, especially with No Way Home, is they kept so much from us that I think our expectations were kept in some check even though we all thought a lot of that might happen we all were like maybe it won't they haven't confirmed anything and sort of the same thing with multiverse madness like i think this could be a huge multiverse you know movie with tons of interesting fun things but it also mm -hmm. could be you know like <laughs> here's what i want like just this sorry this popped in my head i want them to visit the toby Maguire like Spider-Man verse because that's Raimi's world. And mm -hmm. I want us, yep. I want us to see all of Raimi's castings for all of the MCU characters in his oh. universe. Oh, that'd be cool. Like Vulture's John Malkovich. Oh well, yeah. In mm -hmm. his, in his universe, in that time frame, like who were the stars right. of the early two thousands? Ooh. Like, you know, like Iron Man would be uh, Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise, like you've been seeing For all sure. over the internet. Yeah, that, that's been rumoring all over the place. That would be hilarious. Yeah. It, I would laugh. It would be epic <laughs> if we just got a full scene in the Raimi-verse, you know what I mean? Yeah. I saw that Harry Potter meme, and it was like the Tom Cruise Iron Man standing there, and it was, you know, Harry Potter being like, how dare you stand where he stood? <laughs> <laughs> It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> <clears throat> that's that's good stuff. Um, but but my point is, I guess they they even though they could do anything, they could show us an entire Raimi verse, which would be amazing. Or they could like have all kinds of alternate versions of all of the heroes. We could get variants of everybody played by huge actors. It's going to be mm -hmm. the big Marvel movie of the year. It's their May release, so it could they could do anything. But they could do nothing. And I'm my expectations aren't set so high. My expectations are that it's going to be really great because it's Raimi. 
but everything <laughs> else, like, I don't have, I don't know what's going to happen. So it's interesting because these movies, I think Spider-Man, No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness, I don't think they're going to be as big as Endgame, but because they're managing our expectations a little bit, I feel like they've, mm-hmm. they've, they really superseded them with No Way Home. And I'm kind of hoping they can do that again with Multiverse yeah. of Madness. It's also really good marketing, mm-hmm. you know, making sure people are in the theater by saying that. And I mean, they delivered with Spider-Man. Spider-Man was everything I wanted it to be. So yeah, yeah. I'm not worried. It was more than I thought we could ever get. I really mm-hmm. was. Right. Like I was astonished. Like we got every, we, we got everything we wanted. Mm-hmm. We, we asked for years <laughs> and we got all of it. Mm-hmm. So we just need to keep asking is <laughs> what I learned. I like, I learned nothing from this. Very, bring very me demanding. Michael Fassbender. Please bring me Michael Fassbender. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's just for a fiver, like. <laughs> me too. I, I feel know. like. I feel like you've got a cup full of knuckle bones and you're just like, Michael Fassbender. <laughs> Every candle I light. <laughs> Every candle. <laughs> oh, it's full moon. Better start the Michael Fassbender prayer. I got an extra candle to light. <laughs> <laughs> I need him too, but just for my draft. Speaking of, I meant to mention up top, the draft we did a few weeks ago. It is available still at strandedpanda.com slash draft. Um, so go to strandedpanda.com slash draft and you can sign up. But uh, we are, it's, it's our first year. We just had no idea how many signups we would get. We didn't know if it was going to be 20 people or 2000. And right now it's, I think around four or 500. So a it's a lot of people. So we are going to be trying to get the, uh, the, the stuff together. We did not have an automated confirmation email set up we'll do that for next year. So we've had a lot of people reaching out saying like, Hey, I didn't get a confirmation email or anything. Like we'll, we'll send you an email very soon. We just have to do it manually. So it's going to be a little longer, but, uh, we will, we'll start the actual process in a couple days. Um, you'll get, we'll at least get the emails out and we've got the, uh, we've got a game plan. It's just, uh, we didn't, we kind of were waiting to see if it was 15 people. We didn't want to spend a bunch of time building stuff and automating it, <laughs> but if it was 500, we're going to need to. So we're going to automate a few things and then yeah. get you guys to go uh, yeah. get the draft ready. It's gotten to the point where like, okay, we might need to actually build a real thing here. Yeah. Which yeah. is very, very freaking cool. Yeah. It's, it's crazy that we've gotten the response that we have. Yeah. Super cool. Super and exciting. Super thankful for Sarah Day and Zoo bringing that uh, to the, to the network. I'm, think it's going to be super fun all year. Ash, you didn't really get into it last year so much. I don't like fantasy get drafts anyway. And I did it wrong from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. 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 You were going for the phase, right? I did. I read the rules wrong because I can't read. And, uh, <laughs> and I like even made a day out of it, like picking everything. I had like my friends were over, we were drinking. I was like, what do you think? And we all went over it and I did the whole thing wrong. But it's okay. It's not my bag. Cool. <laughs> Well, That's uh, fair. we may need, we may need, uh, we're, we're, we still need to find people to do our, we need like a three person panel to be the judges in case we have like debates that we need judged. Yeah, so if there's a we might need you as a, uh, Oh, I would love to do that. <laughs> yeah. I should be the only judge actually. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Morbius? <laughs> Out? No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay, I approve of Ashley being the only judge. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'd, but we did need p- a few people who weren't playing to be the judges, so we may uh, we may tap you for that. Okay, that's yeah. fair. I like that. She's like, I can be impartial. Totally sweet. <laughs> so speaking <laughs> of the draft, Matt, how are you thinking that you're gonna fare with 
the rumors that Rocket and Groot are not going to be in the holiday special. Yes. What? Yes, that is the that's the next news story here is that there's a lot of a lot of rumors going around with the Guardians. One of them being that Rocket and Groot are not going to be in the holiday special, which is I don't see the point crazy. then. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm I'm sad about it. Um and they are both on my team. Rocket's my favorite. He's pretty great. I I really love Groot. <laughs> Especially, I don't know. I love I love all versions of Groot for different reasons. They're all beautiful. <laughs> They're all beautiful, wonderful creatures. Every Groot is sacred. How are you going to have like a a kitty Christmas special without Groot? Right. Dash them up like a tree. Like I could just see Star Lord being like, "This is what we used to do. This pagan exercise where we put trees in our house and we decorated them with lights, and they do it with Groot." <laughs> A hundred percent with you. It doesn't make any sense that they wouldn't put Groot in there, especially like, I don't know, like he's, he's just such a cute character. Of course, I don't know how old he's going to be now because in the last one, he was like a teenage Groot. Is he going to be an adult Groot Mm, in the next one? Yeah. Is he going to be like a young adult Groot? (laughs) Hot twenties Groot. (laughs) (laughs) I I just want those conversations uh, like between all the I am Groots. So riveting. (laughs) (laughs) he is a great conversationalist (laughs) i want the conversations between like drax and mantis and star lord of like drax and mantis being like how does he get all of the presents to everyone in one night how many people are on your planet (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, so awesome don't think about it you must be out of phase with your normal time he uses christmas (laughs) spirit shut up It's magic. So he's a sorcerer. Yeah, sure. He's a sorcerer, Drax. <laughs> I just, I imagine like Mantis when he says he uses Christmas spirit, like being like, oh, so he is that ghost of Christmas present you spoke of. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's a. Uh, <laughs> no. Like, I just, I need that. I need that. That'd be so cute. bad. <laughs> that would be good. It would be really great. cute. I'm sad that they won't be in it. What are they going to be doing? To answer your question about how I feel, it makes me feel about the draft, it makes me think that it's very possible that the characters are going to be one of the things I feared, which is they're all just going to be cameos in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, it's going to be, it, I keep thinking of the, it's called the holiday special. You can't help but think of the Star Wars holiday special, where it's just a, gr- a bunch of groups of sort of like variety show type thing. You know yeah. what I mean? I have a feeling that James Gunn is going to be paying homage to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if they do that, there's very little bones on that special. It's mostly just like a bunch of variety acts performing. And I feel like yeah. James Gunn would absolutely do that. We know he's done like that um, freaking song, Z- Z- Hasselfrau or whatever. Zardu Hasselfrau. Zardu Hasselfrau. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, Guardians Inferno. That's is that it. song. That was such a great song. I can imagine the entire Guardians Holiday Special just being like scene after scene that's like that. And both loving it and hating it. And I'm not sure. <laughs> just because it's James Gunn, I'm not even worried. Oh, I'm not either. Yeah. I'm not worried. No, I mean, it's it's going to be fun to watch, but Matt's draft is really going to suffer. Oh, hey, you listen. went all in on Rocket and Groot? He went all in on the Guardians. Went all that's on the what Guardians. I did in mine. Oh, well, the reason I went all in is because they're announced for, uh, I know we, we just did this in the cast, but they're announced for uh, Thor. Thor and for the holiday special. Mm-hmm. So if we get both of those this year, and it seems likely we will get both of those, even if they're just mentioned, I mean, if they don't show up, I still get mention points. I still get oh, reference okay. points. I still get all that stuff. So I, th- I, I'm, I still feel good about it because there's no one else that's been announced for two things. So even if they're just mentioned points. 
or or cameos. Like I, I think I'm gonna be good. I hope nobody shows up. I know you do, and you're <laughs> just crying because uh, I I had a similar thing that we talked about last week where uh, Secret Wars may be not happening, mm-hmm. or Secret Invasion may not be happening this year. Yeah, because um, you know we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And I had, like, put a lot of my eggs in that basket. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So he, yeah. he released thinking Secret of Agent, and last week our new story was Secret they of Agent's not it. happening. And this week, <laughs> it's two of my characters aren't showing up. And so it, we, did, we basically did the draft just in time for all this drama for our, our, uh, our teams, which I enjoy. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> just in time. Just yeah. in time. That's a way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the rumor, the other, the other news story. There's really not much news again because we're in this big lull. But the other news story that I've got here is that it, it's rumored. <laughs> it's it's being touted on the internet. I've seen multiple articles saying the Guardians are done after this after Guardians three. Yeah, I've heard that as well. It's because of this quote though, and here's the, the James Gunn said. This is the end for us. The last time we already knew James Gunn was leaving, by the way, that's he's, he's already said it's his last, but he, he says in this quote, this is the end for us. The last time people will see this team of guardians. I just want to be true to the characters, the story and give people the wrap up that they deserve for the story. That's always a little bit scary. I'm doing my best. So he does say that this is the last time we'll see this team of guardians, but I don't know that that means that, like, we're losing... That could just mean we're not going to see this exact team of five or six again, you know? It could be that four of them stick around for the next version or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the article that I had read about this um, had a bit more uh, expansion on his on his quote uh, to, like, include other stuff. And he specifically said, like, if there is another... Like, if there is a Guardians 4, it's going to be a different team. Um and he didn't say, like, that could include, you know, two, three, four, more, right. whatever, however many from the current team. He didn't say, but it would be a different team. Sure. Uh, with a different story. And we had already heard that Dave Batista's also said it's his last time. So we already knew it's yeah. not going to be the classic Guardians. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be the classic five Guardians or whatever. It's going to be some difference. But, mm-hmm. yeah. We, yeah. Five, That's sad. Right? Yeah. yeah, five. <laughs> I was like. Am I am I adding someone? No, it's five. I think I read an article the other day where um, Batista was kind of saying the same thing. Like he's been playing this character as of the, when the movie comes out in 2023, it will have been 10 years for him. Exactly. Because mm. the first Guardians came out in 2013. Yeah. And he's, you know, he was like, you know, that's about it for me. Yeah, I get that. I, I think that a lot of the Guardians people, like that whole t- creative team lost a lot of trust in Marvel and Disney after the way they treated James Gunn and the reactionary way they like jumped on, jumped the gun and, and fired him. Uh, like, I really think that, uh, that hurt the trust. And I think when they were given the chance to come back and do a third with Gunn, I think they're all like, okay, we need to finish the story. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, th- I think it's getting to the point where they're going to have to roll up a money truck if they really want to get some of them back, because I do think they lost a lot of trust. And, James Gunn has his uh, DC thing rolling now, and yeah. that's that's one of the one of the quotes he said as well was that like he's going to finish up what he's doing here so he can go do more Suicide Squad for DC. I heard and like so, another spinoff yeah. character show. 
I haven't heard that yet, but yeah. the way the way the quote I heard was like we really should have brought more quotes. I only brought the one. Um <laughs> but the, the quote that I heard was something to the effect of more suicide squad stuff, which like to me doesn't just mean a new another suicide squad movie, but clearly he's interested in doing this sort of cross media thing. He's doing Peacemaker and also the Guardians holiday special. Like he he is he comes from trauma. Uh you know, and like that sort of low budget filmmaking is a lot more productive than this sort of Disney style where you do one movie every three years and that's your only focus. And I have a feeling as a creative person, he's probably like really enjoying the idea that he can do like a big movie and then go do 10 episodes of something, you know, and really create, create more stuff. Cause it's just, it's fun to finish a thing, you know, and taking three years from or four or five years from conception all the way through to finishing it and getting it in theaters. Like it, it, that that's kind of hard on a creative. I feel like that's yeah. why a lot yeah. of these big directors they'll do like the big movie and then they'll do like a little bitty small budget thing in between just because it's like get something creative out of me you know yeah absolutely <laughs> get something creative out of me <laughs> oh god that's too many get horrible comments you. Yep. Get in my head out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's, it's burning <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Well, that's that's the news. Uh, you go. We'll run down a few feedbacks. Yeah. Yeah. I can read those. Just <laughs> sad to hear about James Gunn going somewhere else. Yeah. It's a real bummer. Marvel did that to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Well, Disney. Disney did that, did to, that us. to us. Yeah. Don't blame Marvel. Disney did that. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what do we got here? We got Hannah. A patron said, I just want to call who I think is a scroll. Rhodey. He fits in that nice place mm. of being in the MCU since the beginning, but it doesn't significantly change anything if he is. Also, why did he and Carol share a weird look in Endgame? Maybe that's why she's laughing when he raises his hand when they're asking if they've, uh, if they've never been to space. She knows he's lying. Maybe that's the reason he's so mad at Carol about not being there. He expected her to spend more time on Earth to help the rest of the Skrulls. Mm. I thought that their little look was a nod to, you know, their relationship in the comics. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they had a relationship in the comics. Yeah, they did. Uh, interesting. I, I was For me, it was just like they're both military personnel and mm-hmm. living the superhero life. They both Deference. probably have a lot in common. Um, yeah, like, so yeah, but that makes sense too. Um, all three, all three of those explanations make sense, which is what's so fun about it. And her laughing makes sense anyway, cause the scene is funny, but also, yeah, like that, that could be, she could absolutely, he could absolutely be a scroll. I remember we played this game, you know, I made a video a couple, a couple years ago before, um, the other Spider-Man movie saying that I thought Nick Fury was going to be the scroll. I was like, somebody is going to be a scroll <laughs> that has been here from the beginning. And I was like, Nick Fury would be a really good call because it wouldn't be one of the big four, but it would be he'd been there since the beginning, you know? Yeah. I think that the only thing that kind of makes me think he's not a scroll is the conversation he had with Sam um, about giving the shield away. Mm. Yeah. Because why would a scroll care? True. I mean, he may be a scroll who's been living as a black man in America for the last 20 years, 30 <laughs> years. You know, he may, he may identify with the population. like. It, and understand their plight a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, like it would take away from the sort of um, 
bonding that happened in Falcon Winter Soldier between those two men and the, the connection they have as two black men talking about a black man taking up the mantle, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know that they need to take that away because, um, you know, if, if you uh, if you do take that away, it, it could get kind of goofy. Like the the thought that just cropped up into my stupid brain. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, was like, I've been living as, a, as one of you for so long and this sucks. Like, this place sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to think that any scroll would be like, no, this sucks. I mean, there's, there's, there's the jokey way to take that, but there's also the very serious way of just like, you know, I've seen what, you know, your people do to people that, you know, like, why would we reveal ourselves? Like, I can see a secret invasion oh, where yeah. it's like, why would I reveal yourselves? Like, I'm human and people have treated me like this, like the way they've treated me my whole life, you know, like, like I've been pretending to be human and still being dehumanized. And now you want to, you want me to admit that I'm an alien to you people? (laughs) Like, no. Oh yeah. God, that would not go over well. No, I could tote man. Yeah. Don Cheadle pulling that off would be pretty amazing. I don't know that they're going to go that, uh, that direct at that topic with, with secret invasion, but I would like it. I kind of want them to though. Because, like, Don Cheadle could talk about it. We could have Nick Fury talk about it. Um, you know, like, all, what, three of the black people that are in the MCU as heroes? <laughs> indeed, indeed. Monica, Monica Rambo. Mm-hmm. You know, she could weigh in on what it's like to be a black woman. And they've all dealt with Skrulls. So, like, yeah, Secret Invasion is going to happen. And it's going to be uh, uh, an expose on racism in America. <laughs> Unfortunately, not in time for your draft. Hey, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> you, you don't know. I kind of know. I kind of know. Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to be hurtful at this point. Yeah, right. Like, that was intentionally hurtful, <laughs> and I don't appreciate it. One point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One point for Ashley. I'm at my quota. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but yeah, Hannah, good call. I think Rhodey would be a really interesting choice for that. But I don't I still don't know. Who else? Who else could be a scroll? What, what do you guys think? What's your what's your best call? Maria Hill. Well, the, yeah, th- she doesn't have any emotions. <laughs> At the end of uh Far From Home, Maria Hill and Nick Fury were scrolls. Were scrolls. And the question is, has Maria Hill always been a scroll? Right. Because we know at the end of the movie, Nick Fury shows up and he's in space, but has she just been his right hand man all these years? And like, she's just been a scroll all the time. I think that's totally possible. She is always questioning him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. I like it. Yeah, me too. Ooh, that's got some implications there. Mm hmm. I don't know. Maria Hill is on my roster, so like, (laughs) this wouldn't be great for me, but like, if she turned out to be Varanki. And was like plotting this whole thing behind his back the whole time. Oh, the betrayal. Oh, that would be messed up. Ooh. Oh. But he apparently knows that she's a scroll, I'm guessing. Right. If she has been the whole time, he knows that she's down here with his counterpart while he's up in space. Mm -hmm. So he would have had to know all this time. But then, yeah, maybe maybe she's betraying him. Hmm. Yeah. Like, because he trusts her. She she could be using that to uh, to her advantage to mm-hmm. plot plan whatever something oh. something dastardly. <laughs> I'm ready for her to get got, so I hope that's what it is. 
that's mean to Maria, but okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hannah also closed her message uh, before we move on with Jajerska uh, MCU Kasten, <laughs> which translates from Norwegian to I love the MCU cast. No. <laughs> uh, Hannah, can you please send us an audio clip of how you actually say that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's very rude, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Points. <laughs> <laughs> Norwegian's actually one of the things that I was learning recently. Dang it. Racking up the points. Uh, next up, we got another patron. Canada Panda says, Hey, Matt and Jeff, I love you guys. However, I'm very disappointed mm. in Uh-oh. both of you. I was so nervous. On the last cast, on the last cast, one of the okay. feedbacks you read said they did not understand the I love you 3000 phrase. You guys were both wrong in explaining what it meant. <laughs> in Avengers Endgame, when Tony was putting Morgan to bed, he says, I love you a ton. Morgan, being a Stark and very smart, obviously knows that a ton is equivalent to 2,205 pounds. So, therefore, with her saying I love you 3,000, it was another way of her saying I love you more. Anyway, that's how I interpreted it from the beginning. Thanks, guys. Keep up the great work. I love you, 3000. Canada Panda out. I don't think that child knew that. <laughs> <laughs> right? That child She's was like, less pop than sickles. five. Pop popsicles. You know? <laughs> juice pops? <laughs> yeah. You can still want to juice pop and be very smart. I think I love that Canada Panda assumed that. I I can't tell if if, if Canada Panda is joking or not. Uh, I don't think that's probably what she meant, but I I like the uh, interpretation a lot. I stand by the fact that this is a less than five year old child who is like three thousand is a big number. Mm-hmm. So you know that's obviously going to beat you. He makes a great point though. She's a Stark. She would probably know how many pounds are in a ton. Yeah, she's also a pots. <laughs> she's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yikes. I mean, are we talking long tons or short tons here? Like, is she going to know the difference? I definitely don't. I don't know I- anything about ch- children, so, like, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about children. <laughs> it's about a kid knowing that is that. Stop being smart. I don't know. Are kids, kids that smart, smart at kids four? Be smart? <laughs> they call uh, them prodigies or progenies? Prodigy. Prodigy. Progeny is just your birth. Like your your child. Okay. Yeah. So like psychosomatic addict insane. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the okay. that's the thing that kids are. Got it. <laughs> and they're super smart. Fire starters is what they are. I am not a Stark. <laughs> oh, Ashley, clear. I'm so Clearly. looking forward to the Marvel tongue twisters thing. What is that? It was a. It was a thing that I like. I was on TikTok for approximately 15 seconds and was like, "We need to do this." Um, and I, I just I think that we need to find some some good Marvel MCU related uh, tongue twisters and have possibly likely inebriated people try to say them on twitch or just on, me yeah. at 12 o'clock actually. in the afternoon on a regular day <laughs> <laughs> completely stone cold sober, stone cold sober. Yeah. yeah i mean me, me and ashley reading anything we've we've shown yeah. that is not our forte I'm trying to do it fast like that's not my Mm-mm. forte Mm-mm. Yeah. yeah the the one that i that i linked as as the example uh wasn't marvel related but it was really funny it started with like i'm a pleasant mother pheasant plucker 
Yeah, it was it was awful. Yeah, it was. I I am I'm a pleasant mother pheasant plucker. I pluck mother pheasants. That's that's a dicey one. So that's going to be an MA thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Fs will be flying. <laughs> it's going to be really fun for the uh, <laughs> the radio edited version. <laughs> all right, let's hit this next one. It's Jeff's fault. Jeffrey Zampino sent us an email. Hi all. Are we? We're all part of all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Why are you questioning that? I don't know. I've been listening to the MC podcast since late 2019, and you're my actual heroes. <laughs> you need better heroes, bud. <laughs> For sure, man. Pretty much a villain. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want a cookie? <laughs> you collectively kept me and continue to keep me so fulfilled in conversations with all things MCU. So Iron Man 3, when Aldrich Killian says, they say his leer was the toast of Croydon, and it was dismissed as a throwaway line regarding Trevor Slattery. Considering Ben Kingsley has been reintroduced into the MCU with relevance, do you think Ben Kingsley might have an MCU relation to Dane Whitman, a.k.a. the Black Knight, not Martin Lawrence from the movie actually titled Black Knight? Ah, good callback. Perhaps <laughs> he is kin to Dane Whitman, or maybe even Sir Martin Lawrence? Digress. Also, Iron Man 3 and Thor The Dark World hold up. I'll die on this hill with, speculative, with speculatively high blood pressure in anticipating this topic to be revisited. Have some Tito's and soda for me. Wait, you don't need to because I had plenty. Mm. Cooking soup from scratch at 3,000 degrees. What? Love you all. 2022 plus 978. Jeff, a.k.a. The Rusty Spoon. So I asked him, I was like, were you really cooking soup? And he was like, yep, he cooks soup at 3,000 degrees. <laughs> what What soup cooks at 3,000 degrees? Uh, that would just I, like, I did evaporate my everything, there. right? It's just like a reduction or something? I don't know. Cooks quickly, I would think. But it, I guess The Rusty Spoon, I'm like, is that your restaurant? Is that your nickname? Are you a chef? Do you want to come live with me? <laughs> this was a stream of consciousness email, so I'm I'm wondering if maybe he was just drunk cooking soup. <laughs> did he say something about Tito's or was that the last? Oh no! Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah he have did. some Tito's inserted. Oh, for he me. did. I had plenty, so yes. <laughs> I love drunk emails. Do that more often. <laughs> the MCU cast does not promote drinking. Yeah, <laughs> drink responsibly. Yeah, drink responsibly. <laughs> don't don't drink email and drive. <laughs> Drink an email all you like. <laughs> uh, is that where he lives? Croydon, I guess? Is that where uh, Dane Whitman lived? In Eternals? Uh, I, don't I don't remember, but... Here's Dumb American. Right. Croydon is a town in England, so with that being such a small island, obviously... It's going to be close <laughs> to wherever Dane Whitman is. Yeah, he's somewhere over there. Yeah, maybe that's where uh, Dane Whitman and Cersei and uh, Sprite lived. I don't, I don't know. I didn't catch it. Yeah, maybe. Mm. I mean, they could live anywhere forever. I would live everywhere. <laughs> right? I would travel the hell out of like, Every everything. 10 years, you got to move on. <laughs> I mean, after 7,000 years, do you think that you would have seen everything? Or, like, would you continue exploring? We've probably seen everything on Earth after that many years. Be an astronaut? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can, like, well, 
about to go explore other ones. I don't know. I guess like I don't think that means they're related, but it could could be. It would be neat if for some reason we get a scene with the two of them and he gets to say, you know, they're both from there or something. Yeah, I looked it up and it's just like town in England. I'm like, yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever wrote that article, also American. It's a large town in South London, (laughs) England. We're watching a lot of Peaky Blinders. Oh my God. (laughs) Just got to slow it down. No, you're doing great. I know. You're doing great. Okay, guys. Well, thank you for joining us today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We'll be back very, very soon. Uh, make sure if you want to sign up for the draft, go ahead to uh, strandedpanda.com slash draft, and we'll uh, we'll get everybody in on the draft, and it'll be a fun year of uh, seeing who wins. So, until next time, I mean... <gasps> <gasps> Woo! Uh, peace. Bye! <laughs> until next time, true believers. Just <laughs> <laughs> to get it out. I decided to get it out. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.